Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, I'm Ellie Gibson and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast, Greatest Hits, Volume 2. So yeah, just a little taster reel, really, some of our favourite bits from old podcasts over the years. Uh, so on this one, we've got Mother Pucker, who I'm sure you know from the Instagrams, uh, Afroza Ali, who's a doctor and also a mum and a Muslim, so she chats about all that. Um, Alice Evans, uh, who talks about cancer. Honestly, again, it, it's more lols than you might expect. Um, and then to finish off, we've got Dar O'Brien, some Irish bloke, can't remember, is he funny? don't know let's find out this is the scummy mummies podcast Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. Guess who we've got today, Ellie? Uh, is it Mother Pucker? It bloody well is. Blooming neck. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Please introduce yourself. Um, I'm Anna from Mother Pucker. Okay. Uh, pucker in <laughs> doctor's surgery. <laughs> when my kid's saying it, Mother, mother Pucker. <laughs> doesn't go down so well, um, especially when you go, I'm, I'm a blogger. I don't even care what that is. I just need you to get out of my surgery and stop your child from swearing. Um, I'm, yeah, the founder of Mother Pucker, which is a platform. Is that what we call them? A platform? Is it a platform? Not a show. A vehicle? I like to call myself a self-sustaining media node these days. (laughs) But whatever makes you feel happy. That's a mouthful, Ellie. But yeah, the the birth um, is coming out the sunroof, this one. Right. We've had so many complications I have, it's an exclusive to this podcast, I have two uteruses. Are you serious? Oh, I just want to freak you out. Are you serious? Yeah, what? Totally like serious. a fucking cow. Like Don't a... wait, that stomach's. <laughs> <laughs> Don't relate to me as a bovine creature. <laughs> She's feeling... like a fucking cow. I just trusted you with this truth, um, <laughs> and I would really like it if you treated it with some respect. No, mate, it's going on the internet. Um, two uteruses, Really? You've yes. got two? How did you even discover that? Oh, when they did the scan with May, they were just a bit like, you know when they go and get the doctor? Um, we're just going to go get some help. Yeah, we're going to go get the doctor. Doctor who? <laughs> Someone who's got four hearts who can explain to you why you're a freak. <laughs> go blue, go blue. There's literally people, whoa, whoa, I haven't seen that before. Whoa, this is... This chick, Jerry, you gotta come in here, Dave. Dave. <laughs> We've got two uteruses. This chick's a freak. Yeah, it's I've got wow. two, so it's wow. really, and that's why it's only problems getting knocked up because um, 
the biologically the fetus was attaching to the uterus walls. There's so many of them. Oh my god! And it freaks me out even talking about it. Like I feel a bit, a little bit of vom in my throat. But mm. you know, I did want to give you an exclusive, and I feel like. Uh, and I think we've dealt with it very sensitively. Very sensitively. Yes, screw you, woman's hour. We can we can nail this. Yeah. We got one with two uteruses on our podcast. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, try and find a woman with four vaginas, then come back to us. So I just want to let anyone out there know, um, if you have two uteruses and um, you're not alone, feel free to sort of get in touch with me. Is it, um, is it, how common is it? Is it really? It's is not it? that common, no. Right. Um, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty unique. Um, oh, man. So baby's coming through the sun. I think it's cool. You're like a multiplex. You're like... <laughs> Ellie's still not feeling better, um, but you know, very <laughs> you can sensitive. See, you, you can see the mind. Ellie's going, "Wow, I'm genuinely I know. excited." I when you like someone's got three testicles, it's like, "Who's got three testicles?" That's a thing, apparently. Has your husband got three no, testicles? No, he's not. On he's earth. barely got. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, how would you lose one after you said that thing about the pasta not being very nice? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Dr. Afroza Ahmed, or otherwise known as Mummy. Let's have, and we've never done this on the podcast before, let's have a religion chat. You wrote a post on your Facebook, I think it was after the attacks in, the terror attacks in London, was it the London Bridge yeah. ones happened? Yeah. And you wrote this post, which I just thought was amazing and really touched me about, you know, how it feels to be a Muslim in this country when this kind of yeah. thing is going on. And I mean, I don't yeah. want to, you... I think... Um, there's this thing, you know, I don't like to be victimised, but there's this thing about Muslims that we have to answer for every single Muslim in this country or abroad that does something in the name of religion. And, you know, you get politicians saying you've got to, you know, make sure stamp this out in your community. I don't know these people. Mm. They happen to say they're the same religion, you know. And I said, I can't even get my child to, you know, get off his tablet sometimes or... How am I supposed yeah. to tell you? to stop terrorism? Exactly. What do you want me to do? You know, you want me to go around... I don't even go to the mosque, okay? I'm not saying it's not a place that you don't... That's not a good place, but it's just not part of my life at the present. Mm. Yeah. In the same way, there are, there are millions of Christians in exactly. this country who don't go to church. Exactly. Yeah. And I think this is where having three Muslim boys, I think they're going to face a different challenge to boys of other faiths because I think constantly in society at one point someone is going to say you have to answer for those people Mm. and I say to them if someone says that to you it's not only if it's a when that's great because it's dialogue Mm. and we need dialogue yeah you know when you've got someone and they see on the news someone's done a terror attack in the name of religion in Islam and they say oh god those Muslims are such fanatics I want them to think no actually you know what Zaid's mom, she's a Muslim and she made the best curry. <laughs> <laughs> she is not a fanatic. Yeah. Yeah. She's not making suicide vests. She's no, making I delicious mean, rice. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, my ass exploded, but I mean, yeah. it's was... <laughs> a different kind of explosion, you know. <laughs> so, and that's what I want for my children. And do you think, I mean, having uh, a new mayor? Has that have you have seen much of a change in London? Um, yeah, uh, I I don't think there's been much change in London. But I was I was in Paris once, and we were it was actually my fortieth, and we were in the taxi, and he goes, "You come from a wonderful country." And I said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, of course, but why?" And he said, "Because we can never elect someone like that." Really? Yeah, and he just shows it shows your tolerance <sighs> and faith as Londoners. 
And I've never felt so proud to be British on that moment. Oh, stop, I get excited! <laughs> For my sons, you know, they're loving school. I, I think, I'll give you an example. My six-year-old, he, he was, um, he was yawning when it was Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. I know his kids doing his fidgeting and, you know, he'd had a long day. And I got a call from the headmaster and I, and he, he said, you know, this is a bit disrespectful and, and, I, and I thought, yeah, but he's six and he was tired. But I kind of questioned whether he wasn't a Muslim kid would that phone call have happened. Really, yeah. So, mm. you know, and I, I just, this whole thing where we have to define people by their faiths rather than he's just a child who was tired. And, and the fact that that question even pops into your mind, yes. you have to consider that and worry about that and That's think. A, I think it's a, a different thing? a different challenge, you know. And I think as, as mothers of Muslim boys, we have to worry about pornography and drugs and alcohol, but we really have to worry about are they being groomed? in a way that other sections of society aren't. Mm. And that's a real threat for us and a real worry for us, especially with boys. Well, thank you. And thank you for talking about that with us because, you know, yeah, and I I did want to say actually that we always do uh, a running order for our guests. um, And Helen, you know, took quite a lot of care over this one because, you know, we wanted to kind of get it right. Um, So thank you, Afroza, for not pointing out that she started one of the sentences with, um, as a Muslim... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which I noticed when I read oh. it today oh. <laughs> what have you done Helen oh. Dawn what have you done so, listener, listener you have no idea how embarrassed I am so I, <laughs> last night I set up I read Afroza's blog I was like I'm talking about being a Muslim I'm going to be really sensitive yeah, really right on oh, yeah, so, yeah. you know don't fuck it up don't be offensive All right, really sensitive you've me like three times already I'm, <laughs> I'm outraged more, more and then I that. typed out all the questions and I'm like oh just spell check it so I did uh, then sent it off and then Ellie pointed out that I called you a Muslim uh, so good so good. as a Muslim what yes. temperature do you yes. like to be washed at a frozen why do you lump us all together I don't <laughs> should we be putting you in a separate exactly. cycle it's all very different uh, where are you originally from John Lewis uh, <laughs> at least you didn't say Primark <laughs> So, <laughs> never leave home without cars. one never I mean it's, a, yes. it's an essential yeah. every Muslim needs a Muslim every everyone Muslim knows that exactly. <laughs> that's a t-shirt that is a t-shirt so I'm going to trademark that you can have that Okay. you're welcome ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Tonight we are joined by Alice Evans. To kick us off, Alice, tell us about your family. I have two girls, Matilda and Io, and I have a partner, Matt. She is actually married. <laughs> she doesn't like saying this, listener. Why don't you like saying you're married? Because. Oh my god, you look like you're going to be sick. <laughs> Just, it's all right. We're all friends. Circle of trust. So <laughs> tens of thousands of people listening in. <laughs> because I don't. Uh, I did. I just didn't want to get married. Why not? Because uh, I think it's a declaration of ownership. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You didn't want to just get thin and wear a really expensive dress and make other people come a long way away to have a party that they don't really want to come to. No! (laughs) (laughs) At a cost of thousands of pounds. (laughs) So why did you get married then if you you didn't want to do it? Uh, We got married because of my history of breast cancer. Oh, okay. Romantic. (laughs) (laughs) I might die, marry me! No, it was him who wanted to get married. Oh, does he want your dollars? It was because all my family have died of breast cancer or ovarian cancer and I have a family history so he thought I would die and then he thought he was scared of mm. what would happen to the children so I agreed to marry him. Ah, Yeah, there were a few restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like what? Like uh, he can never call me his wife. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I love it. So how have you found it? Has, it, has marriage been as dreadful as you'd hoped? <laughs> it's been... It's been... Do you wake up miserable every day? I do. <laughs> no, do you know what? It's made absolutely no difference to me, but it has been a fantastic thing for my partner in terms of security. Did your kids care? Were they bothered? They were at the wedding. Did they wear like an Elsa dress and a Anna dress? <laughs> no. No. Oh, that's sorry. I'm talking to the wrong person here. You're talking to clearly an uptight feminist. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. It's all denim dungarees at your house and misery. <laughs> Bloody is. <laughs> There's not a shoe in that house that isn't flat, I tell you. Dear God. Most people say? wait most people wait till after their wedding to hate marriage. They like that you got it out the way before. That's nice. I do just want to say that when I go to other people's weddings, I'm very excited for them and I will always cry. Really? Oh. I will always cry with excitement. But inwardly you're thinking, you're just a chattel. You're proving you're just a chattel. <laughs> No. no, no, no. Should we move on to the serious business, Helen? Yes, let's talk breast cancer. You haven't had breast cancer, but you have had a mastectomy. Yes. Unusual. So yes. how did you how did you get there? How, how, what's the journey? Well, <laughs> you, I mean, it sounds you, hilarious. Let's let's tell an amusing anecdote about having your boobs chopped off. Oh, you have to laugh, otherwise you'd cry. So my mother died of breast cancer when I was nine. My aunt died when I was five. And my granny died when I was seven. So they always said to me that I was going to get cancer. They have a way of testing the genes, which is to see whether you have these two mutated genes. Five years ago, they were able to test me because all my family are dead. And I had it. So I have a BRCA1 gene. That must have been a good day, finding that out. It was the best day, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Not because Matt left our new Sonos player on the train when we'd found out that I got it. Oh, God. That's almost worse. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) So when you... I hate men. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know those bastards. Awful men. When you uh, think you've got a family history of it, the guidance says that if you don't get tested, then all they can do is they will start scanning you, but they won't offer you any preventative treatment. Whereas if you get the gene testing and then you get positive, then you kick open a whole load of treatment. Well, they won't take your ovaries out till you're 40. Right. But they took my ovaries out at 35. Right. So you can have your breasts off from 18 onwards, but... I mean, it's great having your breasts in your 20s. (laughs) I mean, the things they did, the things my tits did in their 20s, they had a great time. I had a brilliant party trick. Tell us, Alice. (laughs) Uh, My tits were so big that I used to be able to lick my nipples. Ah, that was Helen's party trick. That was my party trick, Alice. I was doing it in the Southern Hemisphere and you were doing it in the Northern Hemisphere. The Northern I didn't know this about you. Didn't you, Helen, didn't you do it at an audition for the Cambridge Footlights once? Uh, yes, I, 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 I offered it, but they politely declined. <laughs> I just don't understand why. I mean, that's how John Cleese got in, surely. <laughs> So, so you had all this testing. So then, so then you, so then, so I, yeah, they tested me. At that point, there were three options. One, I could do nothing but surveillance. So you just have to take the risk that you'd get ovarian cancer, or you could take, you could go into research trials and they could look at you as a research trial person, or you have the surgeries. One and two didn't seem particularly appealing to me because I, I mean, none of them are, you know, lab rats. It's, <laughs> it's not like the end of three, two, one, a speedboat, or you know, a trip oh. to Tenerife. It's, <laughs> It's not a great selection of options, oh, I, I don't think. know. I don't... I mean, maybe. I think for some people, it's absolutely flaws them and it absolutely destroys them, this stuff. But for me, it was a wonderful opportunity because I could get rid of really, really big, heavy tits that killed my bag, mm. which you probably know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it becomes a real question of whether or not... How you define your femininity and how you define who you are. And for me, how I defined who I am has never been about how I look. So having my tits cut off was not a thing that was going to mean that I was going to lose who I was. I think for other people it's a much, much bigger issue because their tits are who they are. Mm. My legs are who I am. You got great legs. (laughs) Don't cut those off, Alice. That would be a mistake. My liver is who I am. (laughs) Served me very well over a period of years. Yeah, so I I got to decide and I got to say what size I wanted and then they basically had to cut all my skin off, take everything out from inside and then fold my breast skin back over itself because it was so big. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, a pasty. Yeah. And then they put... Calzone on these too much. Do stop I love food references on this podcast. That's... <laughs> There's mozzarella in one side and There's tomato in the other. <laughs> Thank well, you very much. They are odd sizes. Because I've been complication here. Can you not see? That one's bigger. That one's much bigger. Yeah. Uh, now, well, now you're point no, no, poking it. If you feel it. Look, can, can I? Do yes, you mind? They're not real. They Look, feel real. Oh, they love. God, they're nice. I know, I know. I can't. If I start, I won't stop. But they can't. <laughs> Not since university. Exactly. That's <laughs> right. I can't feel it. You can't feel it. No. So you've got no feeling in them. No. So it's not. So not, not even in the skin. No. So there's no nerves. No. Is it like just holding your arm? No, because that's got no, nerves you can in it, feel mate. It. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well, do you know? I've never felt another woman's boobs on the podcast before, <laughs> or indeed. Ever. Really? But I quite enjoyed oh, it. Oh, there we go. I liked it too. And Clearly it meant nothing to Alice. <laughs> she didn't feel a thing. This is like I'm that. Sorry. It's like Westworld. 
<laughs> I'll tell you what this is. In your face, woman, Don't get Jane Garvey feeding someone's tits, do you? Hi, Jane. Thanks for listening. Yeah, love you. Love you, Jane. Yeah. Don't get Jenny Murray giving Annie Lennox a good squeeze or something like that. No. I like... There's our Sony Award done then, Ellie. It's done, mate. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Ellie Gibson. You are, and I'm Helen Thorne. Yes, you are, and you are. I'm Daryl Green. This is our hundredth episode, isn't oh, it, Helen? Oh my cross. god, we've made a century. What's the scummiest moment in your parenting history? Do you think um, the best ever parenting story that I have? was at the NCT classes. The uh, uh, midwife was reading a list of physical changes that occur to a woman's body over the pregnancy. which is, And she's just doing this list, and we're all quietly watching this. And then she, at one stage she goes, some of you, she says, in her midwifey voice, goes, may have experienced constipation. And in the corner of the room, one man raised his hand. <laughs> and everyone was like, what the fuck? Uh, and we all turned and looked, and he genuinely went, we've had that. <laughs> And her face, her genuine look of we, the his partner going, we, the fuck are you doing? We did not have that. We, yeah. And and then it went on, and she went to the list, and she got as far as some of you may have experienced sore nipples, and his hand went up again, and the whole fat, the whole room was going, don't look at that. That is the funniest thing. I have ever if that man if that man's tits hurt because his wife is pregnant I would die if I look at that man and he's just fabulously gormless face oh. uh, and we're all looking at this going God please do more because <laughs> this game is going to end very soon because we're going to go for lunch and after lunch He's going to come back with a vastly different attitude towards interaction <laughs> that he's beaten into with a fork. We all went for lunch together, except that couple went off to a different cafe. Oh. Uh, and where she fucking went, nobody else. <laughs> nobody else was offering up information about arse and tits. What did you do? We don't know these people. Oh, well, that is a wonderful, a wonderful story to end on, I there think. And yes, we would like to thank every single person who's sent in a Scummy Mommy confession. Thank you very much. And everyone who's written in from around the world. We've had emails from Bermuda, Jamaica. Girl, I want to take it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and nowhere else. Just those <laughs> fan base in Bermuda weird we don't understand it no um, we have had such an amazing adventure and we wouldn't we'd, I'm sure we wouldn't we never thought I didn't think it would go on this long did you? no no it was just a bit of laugh in the summer yeah it's gone yeah, but, years. Yeah, sorry there is no better summation of parenting than what you just said it's been an amazing adventure but I didn't think it would go on this long <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We are we are a metaphor for our own lives. There is, no, right. Yeah, because this, this thing and well done at making making us always that everyone has a fucking ridiculous time. This is a ridiculous thing to be doing, but also the sheer scale of it. You are going to be doing this for the next twenty five years minimum, yeah. and so just get used to it. So you got a lot more podcasts to do. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of material. Well, I hope so because it's been a right laugh, isn't it? It is. Thank you very much, Ellie Gibson. Thank you very much, Helen Thorne. <laughs> Okay, well, that was volume two of The Greatest Hits. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, do follow us on the Instagram, at Scummy Mummies. Uh, go to scummymummies.com, where you can find uh, dates and tickets for our tour, um, all that sort of stuff. And don't forget to buy our book, Scummy Mummies, still in print at the time of recording. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.